Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. Here is the number, 800-922-6680. We found out this morning that the Super Bowl on Sunday was the second most viewed program in TV history. Behind the lunar landing in 1969. And everybody says it's uh, Taylor Swift that did it, right? No, because last year, the Super Bowl with the Chiefs playing, that was the number three on the list. So uh, 53 seconds of Taylor Swift on the big screen. Uh, you know, it might have been good. They might have got him into second place. But uh, I wouldn't say it's all because of Taylor Swift, you know. There you go. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Hour number two. We're going to get into uh, President uh, Derpy Doo in just a minute. Uh, Mike Lee is calling for Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell to step down from his leadership post. I uh, certainly, certainly agree because Mitch McConnell took border security off of the uh, off of the supposed border deal they had last week, which is nothing more than a, a codification of all the crap that we're going through. It just allowed the non never ending stream of illegals to come into the country and destroy the country and. Uh, and Mitch McConnell just said, okay, well, my response is to uh, just get rid of the uh, the border portion of it all together and just make it a giant slush fund for other people. Well, our people, well, you and me are suffering. And I know that many of you are suffering right now. I mean, you look at the cost of rent, uh, which has gone through the ceiling, the cost of used cars, the cost of new cars, the cost of groceries. And I don't care what anybody says. The groceries have gone up more than 20% since Joe Biden took office. I know this. I do the shopping. I see it. $120 will barely cover the bottom of the cart at Walmart. Here's MTG. I'd like to urge the House and the Senate together to consider what terrible days we're in for the American taxpayer America has been enslaved in $34 trillion in debt. And yet over the weekend, the Senate went into overtime throughout the Super Bowl and beyond into the early morning hours. While you were busy hours to pass eating a, some very expensive chicken wings. $95 billion package to fund foreign wars. $95 billion. And not a penny of that goes to anything for any American. Unbelievable, including the border. Here's a little more Rand Paul. This bill is the middle finger to every working man. Oh, I think it's a double middle finger like that illegal did to the camera after he beat up the cop in New York. Woman in America, every struggling American family, yeah. this bill gives them the middle finger and says, we don't care. And not in a good way. We care about you. We care more about Ukraine than we care about our southern border. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it is really uh, incredibly toned down. Let's talk about uh, Sleepy Joe, Dementia Joe. This is brand new from the Jim Gossett on the Rob Carson Show. Let me tell you about Sleepy Joe. Postmaster General. He is senile and he needs to go. Goodbye, Jose. The 25th <laughs> Amendment they should invoke. Uh-huh. Biden in the White House is a total joke. That's why I know. 
Yeah, I know. Come on now. Time to say goodbye to Sleepy Joe. Goodbye, Jose. Joe's incoherent and he is so dense. Clueless and he makes no sense. He thinks the dead are still alive. Time to invoke 25. His approval, it keeps going down. Going down. Everybody wants Joe out of town. Out of town. The her report, it was the latest sign. Remove Joe if he won't resign. Because we know, yes, we know. Time to say goodbye to Sleepy Joe. That is nice. Gotta tell him that it's time to go. Yeah, you can tell him, but he'll forget about it. <laughs> he'll forget about it. Hey, hey, you know what? We've already put together a little montage of Joe's gaffes just this year. Just since January the 1st. There's been a response from the opposition. But, um... Hamas. It's, it's Hamas. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Hamas. From Hamas. Yeah, there's a big thing. That but it seems to be, uh... Yeah. A little over the top. And I sat down and I said, America's back. And later on, from Germans, I mean, from France, looked at me and said... He's dead. Uh, said... Yeah. You know, de- de- mm, boy. Why... Why... How long are you back? Let me tell you who else is noticing that. Who's that? Donald Trump. Did you see what he recently said about that he wants to see the economy crash this year? A sitting president. Uh, this is Morgan Sherwin and uh, Sam Sarudi. Uh, 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 they're our, uh, our team members here. Uh, they help us. They uh, they help us, uh, you know, service and sales. Good to see you. Hey, man, how are you? Good. Which most popular song by you? Yeah, that is uh, just this year, just this year, old Sleepy Joe. And, and the media is saying, you know, well, you know, uh, uh, 86% of the American people just, they, they think that Joe Biden's too old. Oh, no, no, that's not the case. He's, his brain doesn't work. Otherwise, he'd be saying the same thing about uh, Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell. Nancy Pelosi's older. 86% of the American people don't believe that Joe Biden is mentally or physically fit to be the president. It's not about uh, whether he's uh, 82 years old. Or 81 years old. That's nonsense. Here is uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre being asked about that new statistic. ABC News Ipsos poll shows that 86% of Americans think Biden is too old to serve another term. That is a higher percentage than what we found in a previous poll in September. So clearly polling shows this is a persistent issue. What is the White House strategy to try and change that perception? So look, we're going to... You can't. Continue to lead on leadership, right? We're going to continue to focus on what this president has been able to get done, uh, what the president has been able to get done uh, on behalf of the of the American people, uh, which they don't want. Uh, and look, I'll quote a little bit of uh, what the first lady said. I don't care what she said. Uh, I think incredibly well. Just a couple days ago, uh, President Biden does more in one hour than most people do in a day. His age with experience and expertise is an incredible asset. And he- one of the things that he does every hour is he drools on his chin more than anyone else in a 24-hour period. That's one of the things that he does. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. But they're trying to uh, make it sound like Robert Hur, the special counsel who uh, 
uh, did the look through Joe Biden's malfeasance with regard to the uh, uh, the uh, classified documents. And by the way, it's much worse than you ever imagined. It's much more illegal. It's much. It's much. Well, it's much worse than Donald Trump ever dreamed of doing. Even though he was entitled to be able to have the classified documents under lock and key in Mar-a-Lago, which is uh, like Fort Knox. By the Mar-a-Lago is like Fort Knox. Joe Biden's garage, not so much. But uh, this was the talking point that went out over the weekend, and it uh, it uh, it fell like a flightless bird. You're left to wonder why this report spends time making gratuitous and inappropriate criticisms of the president. Former Attorney General Eric Holder said the report, quote, contains way too many gratuitous remarks. The gratuitous remarks, the gratuitous comments, they're saying it's gratuitous. We certainly agree that it's gratuitous. No, it's not. The gratuitous comments in the report. And the gratu- if gratuitous means true. Gratuitous comments in the report are troubling and they're inappropriate. Reality is that report, that part of the report does not live in reality. It just doesn't. So the special kind of lying it is, about the president's it is, it is, it was gratuitous, uh, it is unacceptable, <laughs> and it does not live in reality. That is just the facts. No, that's that you just described yourself. That's called projection. Uh, by the way, uh, Biden uh, has been uh, seemingly misplacing high-sensitive, top-secret classified uh, books while on vacation in the Hamptons as early as 2010 with his counsel forced to review with him how to handle classified material. The special counsel shockingly concluded he was unable to determine if materials were ever recovered. He took some classified top-secret stuff and never brought it back. Special counsel Hur's investigation revealed that Biden had a history of mishandling classified documents da- dating back to 2010 at least, when he misplaced a highly sensitive briefing book in the Hamptons while highlighting evidence of America's oldest ever president's willfully mishandling classified documents. The report, released Thursday, concludes that prosecution is unlikely because his brain doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, at the start of Biden's vice presidency, his first counsel, Cynthia Hogart, directed his personal aid to ensure all classified documents received by Biden were returned to the executive team. Yeah. It also notes that the team responsible for managing classified materials often struggled to retrieve briefing books from Biden daily, as he sometimes retained them for personal reference or, or hadn't finished reviewing them or taking pictures of them with a small, tiny spy camera that he would send to China. I made that up, you know. Anyway, her uh, referenced an incident over the past uh, decade where Biden apparently lost a highly sensitive, top-secret briefing took to the Hamptons, highlighting the document's High security classification, which which ranks among the government's highest levels of sensitivity. In 2010, the executive uh, secretary team raised concerns about the number of classified briefing books that Mr. Biden had not returned. And the fact that even when they returned, some of the content was missing. Yeah. Get him out of office. Remove him from office for his brain. It'll be a lot less painful, because either way, he's got to go. Emails indicate that the secretary team alerted Hogan to the issue in June of 2010 when nearly 30 of the classified briefing books from the first six months of 2010 were outstanding. And in August 2010, Mr. Biden failed to return top secret, sensitive, compartmented information, contents of a classified briefing book that had been retrieved, received during a trip to the Hamptons in New York. We were unable to determine whether these materials were ever recovered. It further notes that uh, days after the highly sensitive code word book disappeared, Hogan drafted a memo in 
preparation for briefing Biden on proper classified material management, which included the following talking points. Classified information of any time may be viewed by, uh, be reviewed or discussed in secured locations and never in public, such as on a train. Uh, Briefing books must remain in your custody or that of, of your cleared staff at all times unless they are in your safe. Classified materials must be returned to your national security staff as soon as you are finished with them. Classified materials may never uh, be left unattended, but must be secured in an appropriate safe or transferred to an individual authorized to transport them in an appropriate locked bag whenever you they are not in your personal custody. They were in boxes in his dang garage. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <clears throat> Worse than you could ever imagine. Worse than you could ever, ever, ever imagine. This is Victor Davis Hanson yesterday talking with uh, Megyn Kelly about uh, about these... Uh, these uh, no, actually, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that because it is uh, related to something else that I want to get to. But that's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. He had classified documents. He, he uh, did worse than, than Donald Trump ever dreamed of. And Robert Hur essentially gave him a pass, which Democrats should consider a gift. That uh, everybody knows that Joe Biden's brain is not working. Everybody knows, 86% of the American people know that he is not mentally fit to be the president. So maybe this is your opportunity to get rid of him. The only problem is Kamala Harris is your vice president. Kamala Harris insists she is ready to serve. As growing voter concerns about Joe Biden's age and cognitive decline impact his re-election bid, yeah, Harris said that uh, she's ready to serve if Joe Biden is unable to perform his duties as president as questions swirl around his declining cognitive uh, uh, ability. So she says she's ready to go. If you notice, they've been bringing her out a little bit more, and they had her talk over the weekend, and, and they've been trying to kind of uh, you know give her some fluffy interviews and all that because it's very obvious. And it's, and it's getting to the point where they are coming to the realization that uh, if they're going to rig an election, it would be easier to rig it with uh, Kamala Harris than Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here is uh, a Corinne Jean-Pierre being asked about why Joe Biden doesn't do cognitive exams like Donald Trump did that show that he's perfectly fine. Does the White House think that the, the idea of the president taking a cognition test, a cognitive test? The president proves every day how he operates, how he thinks, right? But by dealing with world leaders, by making really difficult decisions on behalf of the, the American people, whether it's domestic, whether it's national security. And so he shows it every day. Yeah. Uh, he walked around like a lost puppy. Yesterday, he introduced the Jordanian king to the podium during a joint press conference, and he said, Your Majesty, over to you. Uh, then he proceeded to stand back into the king's uh, left, laser-focused on the door, apparently looking for a, mark- a marker. All right. A few seconds later, he moved to the other side of the king, still looking for the mark. He then goes back to the first choice in front of K- Jordan's flag. He said, I switch sides on you, he remarked, while smiling to the king. You want to hear how badly he slipped? I've got some audio from when he ran in 2020 versus now. I'm going to share that next. This is the Rob Carson Show. Come on, Pete. Start moving. Got to- All right.
right, breaking news right now. A somewhat of a taste here from the testimony from Tony Bobolinsky. Remember him, Hunter Biden's former business partner. This is uh, Newsmax this morning. Back in interviews with cable news networks and others. Well, now he's testifying today before members of the House Oversight and Judiciary Committees. Uh, here's part of the opening statements. We just were able to get this. A statement here, here from Bobolinsky yes. says this. For nearly four years, I have tried to tell the American people the truth about serious corrupt con at the very top of their government. In return, I have been falsely accused of being a purveyor of Russian disinformation yeah, yeah. and a political surrogate. I believe corruption was there. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, uh, also said in this that... Um, <clears throat> Uh, he said that the uh, the Biden family peddled President Joe Biden's influence to China and Ukraine, all with the enabler Joe Biden's knowledge and blessing. That's what he said this morning in there. And, you know, we all know the truth. I mean, we all know the uh, truth. He's uh, he sold influence and uh, his presidency is the quid pro quo. It is. The, his presidency is the quid pro quo. Quo. Blah, blah, blah. Quid pro quo. We have been uh, we have been waiting for. Yeah. Now, uh, this is Joe Biden. He was asked a couple of years ago. He was talking to Nora O'Donnell about, uh, you know, uh, brain issues and stuff. Now, I want you to uh, compare it <clears throat> to Joe Biden now. And uh, and what well, your favorite your favorite uh, smash hit coming up here is um, the uh, Joe Biden compared to the Swedish chef. And as well, you know, that it's a big it's a big hit with you, John Xers. Here is uh, Joe Biden uh, along about 2020. Is age a legitimate issue? It is a legitimate issue. Sure it is. And I think people are going to judge it. If I were to run, I think they're going to judge me on my vitality. Can I still run up the steps of Air Force Two? No, he can't. Am I still in good shape? No, you're not. Am I, do I have all my faculties? No, you don't. Am I, am I energetic? Uh, no, you're not. I think it's totally legitimate people to ask those questions. So now we heard him uh, four years ago. Let's listen to him now, shall we? Beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer. <laughs> oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why he's talking yeah, he slipped a little. And then he tried to reach out to the uh, the black youth of America by doing a new video. And he sits down with two uh, young uh, black teenagers, and he uh, and he has chicken strips with them. And I want you to listen to this. And tell me if, you, if this sounds like the President of the United States reaching out to young people or somebody visiting a very, very elderly relative in a nursing home. Well, I mean, you got chicken fingers, you got the whole deal. <laughs> oh, I want the root of making sure I had the hamburger. So tell me about you guys. What you doing these days? Why don't you share about your passion of sports? I'm playing AAU basketball right now. Are you really? You both? Are you guard? Yes, sir. Now, what grade are you in? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Right now, I'm just doing basketball, playing guard on the JV team for my school. How about the school? How are y'all doing in school? You should tell the president about the school. Favorite thing about it is the business academy I'm in. You get to, like, travel. So we've been to, like, NC State, uh, Wake Tech. And yeah, there you go. That's, uh, that's Joe Biden reaching out to, uh, to uh, black America. I wonder if those kids know about this. I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Well, we got the first sort of mainstream African American yeah. who is articulate and bright and clean and, and, clean and yeah. 
Biden recalling his early Senate career, bringing up two segregationist senators, Herman Talmadge and James Eastland. Wow, that's your uh, president sitting there, going and sitting down at a table with some kids, and uh, the kids are like, dear God, why are we here? And Dad, I'm going to feed the questions. (laughs) It is. It's remarkable. It is uh, just remarkable, and nobody's buying it. That's the great thing, and that's why, you know, uh, you know Kamala Harris is saying, hey, I'm fit to be serving over here, but no, no, I don't want to because Joe Biden's perfectly fine. They're stuck right now, man. They are between a, a rock and a hard place. Every day they wake up just panicked, uh, debating what they need to do, and I think what they're doing is uh, getting rid of him, putting in her, and trying to build her up, but who the hell knows at this point? They're grasping at straws. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. This is Philip Sace. I've always been a guitar fan. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix, Steve Vai, uh, Gary Moore. I can go on and on and on. And uh, still, Philip Sace is a young guy, and it's like if uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jimi Hendrix had a love child. He's amazing. Uh, S-A-Y-C if you want to check it out. Um, real quick, have you ordered your emergency medical kit yet? Uh, you really ought to do it. You, you can tell that the federal government is not concerned about your safety and security. Maybe you need to be. I mean, the federal government didn't help out the people in Lahaina. The federal government did not help out the people in uh, East Palestine. Do you suppose if things go south in your area, the federal government is going to help you? No, of course not. And there's a lot of crap going on. They want to double down on an open border. I mean, literally, 750,000 illegals last month, twice the record set in December. This is getting real. So what I would recommend is that you prepare. And one of the things that I would strongly recommend is work with a company. Literally, Dr. Peter McAuliffe was maligned by Anthony Fauci and the CDC and the HHS for his truth. And so he, Robert, Peter McAuliffe just said, you know what, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'm going to create the wellness company and we'll get people the meds they need when the government says they're not available or, or in case your CVS is uh, shut down because of rampant thievery, like in New York City or San Francisco. So if you want uh, ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, if you want, and by the way, those are prophylaxis for a lot of things other than just COVID, amoxicillin, z all of these meds that were hard to get, frequently very hard to get. Right now there's an amoxicillin shortage in a lot of areas. Just go to this website, do it today. They've got uh, a package for your home. They've got a travel package available. Go to twc.health slash Carson, twc.health slash Carson, okay? TWC.health slash Carson. Do that. Get it out of the way. Then you can focus on the other things. The, the Maybe the generator, the potable water, the extra food, just in case. TWC.health slash Carson. You know things are getting bad when uh, Bill Maher starts sounding like he's making sense. Maybe the problem is that lots of people today are entitled whiners who have no perspective and no idea how good they have it. What? of self-identified liberals say there have been times when they considered leaving America for good, like after NBC canceled the West Wing. (laughs) I don't get it. You want so badly for every immigrant to come to this country and experience the good life, but somehow it's so terrible you want to leave? 
There you go. It doesn't make any sense, does it? Yeah, Bill Maher. Can you believe that? Here's a little bit more from Bill Maher. Uh, you know, all these celebrities who say they're going to they're gonna leave when Donald Trump gets elected. In 2016, Eddie Griffin said, if Trump wins, I'm moving to Africa. Apparently very slowly, because in Trump's four years, he only got as far as Van Nuys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> George Lopez once said that if Trump won, he won't have to worry about immigration. We'll all go back. George Lopez still here. <laughs> and it doesn't look like the migrant traffic is going back. Then there's all the TikToks telling Americans things like... I'm 18 years old and I escaped America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to escape America. That wall we're always debating isn't to keep you in. Wow. I mean... When you've lost Joe uh, or uh, uh, Bill Maher, <clears throat> it's over. It is over. This is pretty funny. So, uh, you know, uh, one of these Boston City Council people said yesterday, you know, you ought to take illegals into your home. Take in people who've been unvetted from third world hell holes and into your house with your families. Yeah, I know. It doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? It's kind of stupid. But a Boston couple signed up to a government scheme to house illegal immigrants in their own home and were delivered an entire family of four within an hour. That's faster than the police will respond to your house. <laughs> Here is the report. Literally, they said, well, I think we might be considering uh, maybe having some illegals live in our house. An hour later, a family of four on the front stoop. Ellen and Jessica Stokes called the state to sign up to be a host family. It took... Stoop is a word my dad used to use. It's a porch. Less than an hour for the displaced migrants to be dropped off at their door. I gotta get sheets on the bed. How many people are coming? Right. Where, are they, where are they from? What ages? We, knew, we really knew nothing. The need is so clearly uh, overwhelming. The family of four who didn't want to go on camera had been sleeping at Logan Airport. The parents and two kids journeyed from Chile to Texas, then Massachusetts. And obviously had a really good plan. No, they didn't. They just said, oh, let's just go north. We have no plan. Massachusetts, and there are so many stories like it. It boggles the mind that there are so many hundreds of those stories. But, you know, uh, the white liberals in Boston are learning. Are you ready? Sit down for this. If you bring in these illegals into your house, you've got built-in housekeepers and child care and even people to prepare your food. Listen to this. Now things are looking much brighter as they've been welcomed into Lisa Hillenbrand's Brookline apartment. Tu niña es muy alegre ahora. Sí, muy alegre. Cuando se levanta en la mañana, se dice, ay, Lisa. She says her daughter yeah, is very happy. Yeah. When she wakes up in the morning, she says, hi, Lisa, and everyone starts. And her daughter can go to school where she doesn't speak English and slows down all of the teaching for your kids. Day smiling. Yeah. It's a delight. And it's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef. As oh, there you go. There you go right there. Listen, listen to that again. Says, hi, Lisa, and everyone starts the day smiling. It's a delight and it's really fun having them what i realized is there's so much prejudice against oh, refugees yeah. mostly because oh, no, people no. don't know them no. lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef oh. as Dande loves cooking hey can your son uh, maybe go out and do some yard work for us for free <laughs> in fact her goal is to open up her own restaurant the couple has their work permits and they've been taking english classes yeah but you didn't come here legally, see? And so all of that is uh, completely nonsensical.
but maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe uh, Nancy Pelosi and her friends need to say, hey, hey, you got, uh, you know, you've been talking about how all these people are, uh, you know, come here and otherwise your vegetables wouldn't get picked. You know, maybe you can just uh, take some of them people into your house. You got a, you got uh, Alice from Brady Bunch over here. You got, uh, you got, uh, what was it, Flo? Was it Flo from uh, from the Jeffersons? Was it, wasn't she the housekeeper? <laughs> It is so stupid. Oh, my God. Hey, get one of those illegal border uh, families because they can take care of all the work around your house. (laughs) Wow. Just wow. Wow. That is funny. I got some Victor Davis Hanson uh, audio I want to share with you because it's pretty, pretty good stuff. Special counsel report gives impeachment inquiry new leads in the uh, Biden-Ukraine saga. All right. So uh, Congress, um, uh, several of memos found in Biden's possession are eliciting questions from Congress about why Biden retained documents related specifically to countries where his son was conducting his foreign business dealings. The Justice Department must provide Congress with access to Joe Biden's stash of of classified documents to determine if they were used to help Biden's influence peddling schemes. Now that the uh, investigation is over, the special counsel's report reveals Joe kept classified materials related to Ukraine and China, two countries where the Bidens made millions. The Department of Justice must provide Congress with unfettered access to those documents. I said this. I said the reason why he keeps his classified documents in his place in uh, Delaware and the reason why he goes to Delaware every weekend is because he's doing the work off the books where there are no visitor, visitor logs. Duh. Now that the investigation is over, the special counsel's report reveals Joe Biden kept classifieds, uh, a view of documents covered, uncovered by her investigation and emails, recovered that Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop, raised questions about how Joe Biden's official actions coincided with key initiatives by Burisma while his son served as a board member at the company. So they had the access to the documents the same time that Hunty was working for Burisma. In one binder, the special counsel's investigation found a confidential document titled U.S. Energy Assistance to Ukraine, marked as a memorandum for the vice president from his staff and dated September 17th. Burisma's an energy company. You didn't know that. Yeah, you did. Earlier this year, earlier that year, I should say, in 2014, Hunter Biden officially joined the board of Burisma. Hunter Biden, although having no experience in the petroleum industry, collected a million dollars a year. A readout uh, of an April 2014 call Vice President Biden had with new Ukrainian Prime Minister uh, Yatsenuk, President Obama had appointed Hunter's father as the point person to manage the administration's Ukraine policy. By the end of 2014, Vice President Biden visited Ukraine and promised U.S. uh, assistance to boost energy efficiency and production in Ukrainian natural gas fields, although he's shutting down natural gas production and export in the United States. Yeah. Other documents uncovered by her investigation included talking points and a telephone call transcript with the Ukrainian prime minister hailing from a key period in Hunter Biden's tenure on the board at Burisma. In a folder marked VP Personal, DOJ investigators found two documents related to the December 11, 2015 call, then Vice President Biden and then Ukrainian Prime Minister Yatsenyuk had. Uh, last year, Just the News uncovered documents showing that in late 2015, Joe Biden unilaterally changed official U.S. government policy by linking a $1 billion loan guarantee to the Ukrainian government with a requirement to fire Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin, who was investigating Burisma. Robert Hur was giving you an out. You can just remove the president for the 25th and just let him retire. 
That was the out. That was the out. So, Democrats, you have to decide whether you want to keep him in and have him prosecuted for these crimes or remove him from office because he is not mentally able to be tried and also run the country. That's the reason why Robert Hurd did it. That's why he did it. So I think you got to choose, right? I think you got to choose. Here's Victor Davis uh, Hanson talking about uh, these uh, classified docs and, and, and obviously a difference between how Donald Trump was treated when he was uh, absolutely permitted to have classified documents. So then why, did he, why do we know about the fact that he had uh, classified files? We only know about because on November 2nd of 2000. Otherwise, we wouldn't know Joe Biden had any of these documents for over a decade. In 20. He had, his attorneys announced, oh, my God, he's had them for years. He had them from since 2017 when he told the ghostwriter he did. Oh, yeah. However, the reason that they announced that wasn't just less than two weeks. They were two weeks, a little bit more than two weeks. They announced the appointment of Jack Smith. Uh, so they thought, oh, my God, we're going to appoint a, a special counsel to look into Trump. Yeah. Does Joe have any exposure? Oh, yes, he does. So we better get preempt and get it out there before the the special prosecutors formally announce. Ding, 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 and then of course Joe Biden uh, and and uh, Jill Biden were real mad because uh, Robert Hur asked about the death of Joe Biden's son. Just I don't know what it was part of a line of questioning or whatever. But Joe Biden immediately launched into my son, and you know, and I understand that. But at the same time, uh, he's using that as a weapon. You don't try to change the conditions of how you lost a child to gain empathy or to take empathy away from somebody who's grieving from the actual circumstance. Yeah, that's what he does. He just kind of whips out at every once in a while just to use it as a cudgel to shut people up. Uh, and that sounds very insensitive, but it wouldn't be so insensitive if it wasn't true. Here is uh, uh, Victor Davis Hanson talking about the the difference between the, the, the documents that Biden had and the ones that Trump had. And the, the idea, well, he had it in a secure, it's not true. Trump had it for less than two years. Joe Biden has had classified documents in his possession since he left the Senate. And that, again, that's 14 years plus. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is the only radio show where you're going to hear that today. Yeah, that's why Robert Hurd did that. So that's the choice. Matt Gates talked to Eric Bowling last night on Newsmax, and Matt Gates predicted that the documents case would be the excuse the Democrats would have to bounce Joe Biden. Joe Biden is obviously a man in decline, and I don't believe that we ought to have to join him in that decline. But there's another tell here, Eric. What? I came on your program January of 2023, and I said that I believed this document case would be the basis that the deep state would use to replace Biden. Well, well, I have a different take on the document scandal than many. I actually think the deep state has figured out that Joe Biden isn't going to win the 2024 election against any Republican that's nominated last year. And they just prefer to take him out right now. I agree with you. I, I've said this from the beginning. This isn't a mistake by Biden. This is the insiders oh. who are realizing that he can't win. And they're, they're bouncing him before 2024. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, sir. We all know that the real shot caller in the Biden White House is Ron Klain, and I don't think that it's somehow a coincidence that right aligned with these new discoveries of documents, Ron Klain is leaving. I think he's a professional operator and is getting out of the White House as they send somebody else in to tidy up the Biden presidency and put a bow on it. And yeah, yeah, and Susan Rice did the same thing. By the way, I know the difference between a stoop and a porch, because I'm not stoop. 
pit. <laughs> a stoop is, uh, you know, maybe it steps out in front of your house. Maybe you got one of those cool brownstones that they have in Brooklyn, and you're sitting out there on the stoop. That's that kind of thing. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> appreciate it. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. Donald Trump has endorsed uh, North Carolina GOP Chair Michael Watley to be the next head of the RNC. And uh, backs his dedicated MAGA daughter-in-law, Laura, to be co-chair. I like Laura Trump. I think she kicks butt. I think she'd be awesome. It's nepotism. No, she's actually really good. She's a, she's a pro. So I, I don't know much about Watley. I'll take the president's uh, word for it. Apparently, uh, he's committed to election integrity, which is uh, we have to. I mean, we have to be committed to not having this election fraudulently taken from us. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, by the way, if you're, uh, you know, you have a thought about who you'd like Donald Trump's vice president to be. Maybe that's Ben Carson. Maybe that's Ron DeSantis. Maybe that's Tim Scott. Maybe that's Christy Nome. I don't know. Carrie Lake, whatever. We're doing a poll, a national Newsmax poll, and it just takes seconds. So you just text the word event to 39747. Event to 39747. They will send you the poll link. That's event to 39747. Donald Trump needs to know your opinion, so let your voice be heard. Vote now. Event to 39747. That's 39747, which is better than a 737 right now, I'll tell you, especially if you're sitting by an exit door. Probably want to stay away from that. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's brother shares never-before-seen autopsy photos, raising new questions about Epstein's death. Jeffrey Epstein's uh, brother told Megyn Kelly on Friday he doesn't believe his brother committed suicide. Well, no kidding. Releasing never-before-seen photos, and I saw the pictures. Uh, Mark Epstein told uh, Kelly that he initially believed his uh, brother committed suicide because he had no reason to believe authorities, but that changed after the bro's autopsy. Uh, because Mark hired a famed pathologist, Dr. Michael Baden, to witness the autopsy. Dr. Baden, the former New York City medical examiner, concluded that evidence on Epstein's body was not consistent with a uh, suicide by hanging. Instead, the evidence demonstrated Epstein died from homicidal strangulation. If you see the, it right around his neck, and it looks like he was like, you remember in uh, Goodfellas, when, uh, when uh, what's his name, was in the car, and he's, you know, he's always saying, you give me my money, where's my money? And they finally whacked him in the car using a garret around his neck neck. That's maybe what happened, I guess. The Justice Department Inspector General states Epstein was suspended from a top bunk in a near-seated position with his buttocks apparently one inch to an inch and a half uh, off the floor and his legs extended straight out in front of him. If that were true, there would have been lividity, bluish-purple discoloration in the skin that signifies blood pooling after someone has passed in his buttocks and especially in the back of his legs because that was the lowest point where the blood would have settled. But the autopsy photos show that his legs were clear and his buttocks were clear. There is some lividity on his back he was on his back when he died the fact that his legs are clear if they laid him down the blood would have drained up his legs into his back unless he was hung upside down it leads doubt to the fact he was found the way they described Later, Mark uh, shared a photo of his brother's neck, which shows a a slow mark that is thin and concentrated. Mark agreed with Kelly that it looks not like a prison sheet made the bruise, but rather a garrote, a rope or a wire. And it's true. It's true. If you look at the picture of Epstein, the ligature mark on his neck is lower in the middle of his neck and sort of goes straight, straight back. And I believe he was murdered, of course. Otherwise, he wouldn't be so bloody secret about everything about Jeffrey Epstein, all the people who flew on his plane, and all of the people who partook in the young women who were availed to them on his island.
All right, let's take a break and come back, my friends. This is The Rob Carson Show. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. This is the Rob Carson Show. And this is our number three of the Rob Carson Show. If you would like to participate, all you need to do is call 800-922-6680. We got a lot of stuff to get to, including uh, Jeff Bezos. Moving from Seattle to Miami. Why that? I, I thought liberal enclaves like uh, Washington State were awesome and wonderful. Or are they just uh, basically a microcosm of the entire world where uh, idiots on the left take charge and uh, make life a living hell? And then they, uh, you know, uproot the people with money, uproot, move to another state and wreck that state. Just like the, uh, the aliens from Independence Day. They devour everything in sight and they move on to the next planet. That's what uh, leftists do. So we'll get to that. I do want to mention something. My wife's been out of town since Friday. She went and uh, visited friends in uh, Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, they've been having a nice time out there and everything. And an amazing thing happens. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, I'll just ask the men in the audience, um, you know, uh, if you're married, you, you know, you got a sig other you live with. Do you also, does she have a, uh, uh, a wish genie? Does she have a wish genie when she's out of town? That, that she, she just suddenly uh, uh, makes some wishes known and these things get done magically while she's enjoying her time away, drinking wine, hanging out, going to baseball games or whatever the hell she's doing, having a great time, having a great time while, while the wish genie sits at home and watches the Super Bowl by himself. Yeah? It's crazy how this happens. My wife, miraculously, she told the wish genie on Friday she didn't need to rub anything, although I think the wish genie would have liked it. But uh, but she said she made the wishes known on Friday, uh, paint the bathroom ceiling, uh, seal the hole in the she shed so mice don't come in, and uh, clean out the garage. And and she flies off, and miraculously, she's going to be coming back tonight, and, and the wish genie will have made all those things happen. Do you? Do you? Does your wife have a wish genie, too? Because, you know, whenever I go out of town, I never uh, have a wish genie. I don't tell uh, a wish genie if she was a woman, you know. I would never say, man, when I'm gone, why don't you, why don't I, I wish that you'd do some stuff around here. It never happens. It's, it's weird. It's weird how women, that's one of the things you get when you get married. You get a wish genie. It's a pretty cool thing, I guess. <clears throat> Yeah, old wish genie. And you don't, you don't want to, uh, wish genie does not want to make uh, uh, his master uh, mad at him. Because, uh, you know, then old wish genie will be sleeping in the guest bedroom. <clears throat> and then she's got this a secret weapon. It's called the look. It's the look. 
And when the wish genie doesn't do well, she doesn't say much. And when she does, if she ends with the word fine, witch genie is screwed. I mean, toast. There you go. So Jeff Bezos uh, is uh, standing to save $600 bucks in taxes by relocating to Seattle to Miami, to Miami enough to cost the, uh, cover the cost of his $500 million super yacht. Well, why would you do that? There are so many wonderful goods and services provided by a left-leaning government. Why would you ever leave that utopia? Because the money is so well spent, and, and you should feel good about paying your taxes. You should. You should. You got a great state where they've allowed uh, fentanyl to flood in and Seattle and to you know burn, become a crap hole. You know. They allow uh, kids to, to decide they want to be little uh, little boys when they're little girls, and vice versa, and allow uh, boys to compete with girls and beat them and ruin their lives in athletics and whatnot. Why the hell would you want to stay there? Your money is well spent. Yeah, Amazon founder. Bought two properties, Indian Creek Island. He looked at Trump's place, but he said it was a crab hole. He, he said it was too small. <laughs> but Bezos, by moving to Florida, is going to save $610 million in taxes on the sale. The billionaire announced he was leaving his longtime home in Seattle, moving to Miami, buying two properties, Indian Creek Island, million, billionaire's bunkers, where they call that place. Uh, maybe they'll get some illegals to come in there and work for free. Who the hell knows? Florida has no state income tax or capital gains tax, while Washington introduced a 7% capital gains tax on sales of stocks and bonds worth more than 250000 in 2022. Last week, it was real that Bezos had launched a pre-scheduled plan to sell 50 million shares uh, before January 31st. By moving to Florida, he saved $610 million on his $8.7 billion sale. Enough to cover the $500 million the super yacht he bought last year. Isn't that amazing? You know what? If you're down with the, uh, the politics of your liberal enclave and you voted Democrats into uh, office, don't come to places where we get it right and move in and ruin things. There you go. I think we should talk about Fawny Willis. You know, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Did you know it was Valentine's Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not very often that you pay your boyfriend a lot of money so he can buy you presents for Valentine's Day. Uh-uh. Nope. This is Jim Gossett, by the way. My funny Valentine. Have you seen her lately? That crooked Valentine. Did you ever hear her talk? There is pure evil in her heart. $650,000 is not enough. Her boyfriend, Nathan Wade. Wade, he jumped right in. Lots of cash he was paid. (laughs) Their arrangement wasn't smart. Wasn't smart. Yeah. Federal funds, Fawny Willis took. Doobie doobie. This woman is a crook, to say the least. And her should throw the book. Do it today. Make sure to tip your bartenders and waitresses here at the Club Carson. Yeah. No need to stick around. Doobie-doo. Guilty she will be found. I hope so, yeah. Go funny, Willis. 
This is what happens when you uh, when you when you look for corrupt people to do corrupt things. You end up getting uh, bottom feeders, and that's what Fonnie Willis is. She's an idiot, not terribly smart. I don't know how she got a uh, law degree, but uh, they were looking for takers. They were looking for municipalities that had people who would sell their souls to go after Donald Trump, to take laws and bend them and, and shape them and, and get it done by a certain day so that they, they could be, the indictments could happen before the election. And, and, and when you get those kind of people, when you're looking for those kind of people, probably not going to be the smartest people in the world. They're going to be really corrupt people, and they're going to do really corrupt and stupid things. And that's what's happened. And that's what uh, just completely kneecapped this idiotic case. And it's happened in other places, too. Letitia James, she's an idiot. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of Oh, Marilyn Mosby. Marilyn Mosby's a crook. Baltimore, Soros-funded DA. He's an idiot. Took a bunch of money out of her retirement savings, bought uh, vacation homes with them and all that. You got uh, Cori Bush in, uh, in St. Louis. Uh, she hired her husband to do security at an inflated rate. Isn't that interesting how it happens? The guy you're kind of doing, all of a sudden you find some work for him in your, uh, in your detail or your department, and you give him more money than anybody else in that field. It's kind of like a common occurrence. It's kind of like a, a plan. Judge says Fulton County uh, DA Fonnie Willis may be disqualified from the Trump RICO case, moves forward with the hearing. Judge Scott McAfee on Monday said Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis may be disqualified from the case over her improper relationship with uh, Nathan Wade. The judge said Thursday's evidentiary hearing on alleged misconduct must occur. Here's a little bit of audio from, uh, from that hearing uh, right now. Specifically looking at Defendant Roman's motion, it alleges a personal relationship that resulted in a financial benefit to the district attorney. And that is no longer a matter of complete speculation. The state has admitted a relationship existed. And so what remains to be proven is the existence and extent of any financial benefit, <laughs> again, if there, is, if there even was one. So, mm. because I think it's possible that the facts alleged by... Uh, the defendant could result in disqualification. I think an evidentiary hearing must occur to establish the record on those core allegations. So just to emphasize, I think the issues at point here are whether a relationship existed. Yeah, it, it did. It did. Uh, Fonnie Willis' office was accused of intentionally withholding information in a new lawsuit filed by Ashley Merchant, the attorney representing Trump co-defendant Michael Roman. Judge McAfee on Monday said he will per likely permit testimony from at least one witness subpoenaed in Michael Roman's lawsuit. However, he will decide whether to call Fonnie to testify after we get further into the hearing. Okay, I, I'm, I'll try to make this as easy as I can. I'm reading from this piece from the... I believe this is a UK Daily Mail. Judge McAfee on Monday um, said he will permit testimony from at least one. Okay, uh, Trump's WECO co-defendant Michael Robin filed an explosive supplemental reply to Fulton County uh, District Attorney Fonnie Willis, an accuser of lying to the court about a affair with the top Trump prosecutor, because she said, "Oh yeah, I didn't hire him until after uh, you know, or I didn't, I didn't have, uh, I didn't start doing the bow chicka bow until after we had already started our relationship." But the truth is, apparently, they started before that, and she said, "Hey." While you're here, while you're performing goods and services for me, uh, let's go ahead and just put you on the payroll so we can party. 
Yeah. The filing claims Nathan Wade, the special prosecutor, hired to go after Trump, paid for luxury vacations he took with Fawny to Napa Valley and a cruise on the Caribbean, used money from Fulton County to pay their out-of-town escapades. Hello. County records show that Wade, who uh, played a prominent role in the election interference case, had been paid $654,000 in legal fees since January 2022. That's two years ago. Holy hell. The DA authorized his uh, compensation, and they didn't tell anybody about it. That's the interesting thing. Nathan Wade admitting to having a about-chick-a-pow relationship with Fawny. However, he said the relationship didn't start until 2022, way after she f- hired him as the top prosecutor. According to this new filing, a Georgia attorney who is friends with Nathan Wade will re- refute the claim that their affair began in 2022 uh, after Willis' appointment in 2021, or, uh, you know, made the appointment. Uh, Terrence Bradley will refute the claim. Bradley uh, has uh, non-privileged personal uh, knowledge about the relationship between Wade and Willis began uh, prior to Willis being sworn in as the district attorney. So even before she got sworn in, so they were doing the bow chicka bow before. And she said, whoa, we're going to get this Trump money, this $14 million from Joe Biden. And, and I can just hire all sorts of people and not even tell anybody about it. Oh, my God, this is going to be so cool. Bradley will confirm that Willis and Wade stayed together at his apartment until uh, uh, fall of 2022, of which time Willis and Wade began staying in what was uh, commonly known as a safe house that Fulton County, Georgia, rented for Willis. So they even paid for their little kaboom-kabang-kabang apartment. I don't know where that came from. It's like if cartoons have sex. Kabow, da boom, da bing, da bow, pow. Anyway, <laughs> splat. Never mind. <laughs> Willis and Wade stayed together at both residences regularly. So I guess they like to do it two different places. All right. Last month, Nathan Wade's estranged wife, uh, estranged wife Joycelyn, uh, filed a response to Fonnie Willis' request for a protective order and uh, produced the receipts. Nathan Wade spent money on Fonnie Willis by buying her flowers and paying for hotels, air travel, some furry handcuffs, and a large tarp. Huh. Huh. And a very large drum of Kentucky jelly? Kentucky jelly. What is Kentucky jelly? I have no idea. No idea what that Kentucky K and then a Y. It's Kentucky jelly. Yeah, yeah. The bank statements provided by Joyce Lewitt <laughs> prove Nathan Wade bought Fonnie Willis flights to Miami and San Francisco. I'm just so glad that there are stupid people in the Democrat Party who do stupid crap like this. I've got a little bit more on this, including some bad polling numbers for uh, Corey Bush, who kind of did the same thing in St. Louis. And, uh, and we, will, we will get to that in a second. This is the Rob Carson Show. Coming up, uh, a new segment. I'm going to call it It's Come to This. A mother in her 30s, her children are kicked out of their Christian school because mom would drive the kids to the Christian school in her minivan or whatever the hell it was with a big sticker on the back window for her OnlyFans porn page. Yeah, and she doesn't understand what the problem is. Not only, like, the kids in the Christian school, but also being able to have custody of her children for doing such a thing. Honestly. Wow. We, 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 you know. If you would have been dropped in the planet from, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, and told that there were teachers 
who supplement their income, even though they're elementary or middle school or high school teachers, with their own porn site, you would have said, are you kidding? When I was in high school, there were a couple teachers that I had that I would have said, well, what's the the address? (laughs) Anyway. I, really? What the hell? Honestly, I, I've never had a naked picture of myself taken. Uh, I never wanted to videotape myself having sex. I don't, I don't want to do a play-by-play like, here's what you could have done better. You know, I, you know, I don't get turned on by watching myself have sex. I don't get turned on by looking at myself at all, to be quite honest. What the hell? Uh, you know, what the hell? The death of shame. Squad member Cory Bush is down 22 points to a Democrat primary challenger. So apparently the people of St. Louis are still, are still stupid enough to elect a Democrat, but just not Cory Bush. Shocking new poll result finds far-left squad member Cory Bush uh, of Missouri far behind Democrat primary challenger, indicating she could be on her way out of Congress. New poll by GM, uh, GOP firm Remington uh, Research finds Bush losing 22 points behind Wesley Bell in the August 6th contest. It's a big red flag for far-left squad members. Josh Crashour, editor-in-chief of uh, Jewish Insider, which I get every month. You know, I mean, if you're going to have uh, Jewish people, you might as well have them inside. Uh, (laughs) The data is yet another example. While pandering to the left-wing radicalism on Israel in the Democrat Party is a counterproductive strategy for Biden. 50% of respondents expressed support for Bell, a former prosecutor, while only 28% favored Bush. The majority, uh, the margin of error is uh, 5%. So, um, hold on, my pages here. Whoever wins the primary will be the heavy favorite to win the November election, as her district considered solidly Democrat because the people there are stupid. Meanwhile, the Department of Justice is investigating Bush on suspicion of misusing federal funds to hire uh, her lover. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Intended for private security. The, uh, the Punchbowl News first re- reported the allegations when they became public in January. Bush was the subject of a complaint filed against her by a government watchdog group that is asking the Federal Elections Commission to investigate her payments to her husband for private security services. Fox News reported that. Yeah. Uh, Bush's campaign paid her now husband, Courtney Merritt's, merits $60,000 for security in 2022 despite him not having a private security license well she said that uh, he used protection didn't provide it I think is what the deal was Uh, anyway uh, which is needed to conduct such services in the St. Louis region while merits collected the payments Bush's campaign also spent $225,000 with peace security well somebody was getting a piece and 50,000 with an individual named Nathaniel Davis for personal protection it appears representative Bush's campaign may have made payments for services that were unnecessary or above fair market value because of her personal relationship with the payee that sounds exactly like fanny funny if so, these payments would qualify either impermissible payments to a family member or imperc- impermissible gift. Therefore, we request the FEC investigate whether Representative Bush converted campaign funds for personal use by paying salary, blah, 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 blah. It's a carbon copy because uh, George Soros has to get people in office who will commit these 
acts that fly in the face of jurisprudence. They have to find the lowest of the low, the lowest common denominator, the person who is most susceptible to uh, being purchased, to being bought, and turning their back on their vow to successfully uh, uh, institute the laws of the state and the federal government. There you go. They look for the lowest common denominator, and they got them. Not only are they criminal, they're stupid. And that's one of the reasons why they become criminals. Let's take a break and come back. Last half hour of the Rob Carson Show, right ahead. The Daily Show. John Stewart came back because The Daily Show is suffering so badly because they're too stupid to put somebody on who's either middle of the road as a comedian or even a conservative. Because they're beholden to the left, and, and uh, unfortunately, the left is no longer funny. Uh, the absurdity of the left is so absurd you can't defend it anymore. That's why conservative com- comedy is on the ascension. Um, that's just it. I mean, honestly, you can't get up on a stage and say to your crowd and expect to get a reaction by saying, can you believe there are people who don't believe there are 60 genders? Because everybody go, well, no, because it's stupid, right? But if you get up there and say, uh, you know, can you believe there are people who think there are more than two genders? That's funny because there's truth because there are only two genders and two sexes. And uh, the rest is nonsense. That's why the left is failing right now. That's why, uh, you know, uh, that's why, oh, for instance, I went, to, I went to a funny drag show at a bar, which is where drag shows belong, last weekend with my wife and my, and my adult children. And we went to this bar. We saw a body clownish drag show with men dressed up like women and it was absurd because they were fat they you know they looked you know stupid and they delivered cheesy punchlines you know all of this stuff that's a drag show and we walked right by the theater where kathy griffin cannot sell a seat that she's begging people online please buy tickets to my show nobody wants to see her because she's not funny anymore and John Stewart is taking fire because apparently he uh, pre- he questioned joe biden's mental fitness Okay? Now, the, the obvious punchline is, duh, our president is a... You know, there you go. But he's taking heat for telling the truth about a president and being funny. A special counsel's report offers scathing details of what it calls his diminished faculties and faulty memory. Writing, if charged, Mr. Biden will likely present himself to the jury, as he did during his interview with our office, as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Here's Stewart. Where did I park those documents? (laughs) This guy couldn't remember stuff during his deposition. Do you understand what that means? He had no ability to recall very basic things under questioning. The footage of the president unable to recall simple facts must have been brutal to watch. There you go. And then he went into a, a video clip of Donald Trump. Which, again, made it unfunny because Donald Trump is not mentally impaired. It's very obvious if you ever speak. But, uh, but he's apparently taken some heat. I think it's funny. Comedy Central, I mean, it's sad. It's really, this is what happens when you bed down with an ideology. And, and you know, I always, I would love to have a show on Comedy Central. I, you know, I'd love to have something like that. You know, I'd lo- I would have loved to have been the host of The Tonight Show. That was my dream growing up. But I, but I realized not too soon, you know, after starting writing for Rush Limbaugh, that that was going to be a pipe dream. 
until I was given the chance by Chris Reddy of Newsmax. And he said, damn, where have you been? Call me at the car dealership. Where have you been? I said, well, I've been in an abusive relationship with radio for 20 years. He goes, you're really funny. You're really good. I want to build a TV show around you. I said, oh, are you you trying to sell me siding? What the hell is going on? Who is this? No, I didn't say that. I said, okay, okay. And then we did a podcast. He gave me the Newsmax Daily Podcast. And one day we got 300,000 views, 300,000 downloads. One day, Wednesday, it was October 18th of 2020, I think. Right around then. And then he said, let's build a radio program. And let's put you on a bunch of stations nationwide. I know. 40 stations nationwide. And growing. And growing, by the way. But honestly, if, if, if ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, Comedy Central wanted to save their butts, they would either do balanced news or they would consider adding some conservatism to it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's what I'm saying. But in the meantime, I'll just do my show on Newsmax. And it kicks butt. It's really funny. Let's go to uh, Randy in Reynolds County, Missouri. Not too far from me, I guess. Randy, welcome to the show. What's on your mind today, man? Well, thank you, sir, for the opportunity. And, yeah, I, uh, I still listen to WCBM. Oh, lovely. What are you doing in Reynolds County, Missouri? Do you need uh, to answer that? I'm actually a farmer, <laughs> and, I still, uh, and I still do testing. And I still work for the Department of the Navy, but um, as it turns out, I apologize. I'm sitting in my office, and of course, everything goes wrong at the same time. Um, so yeah. I spent 32 years in the Navy and 10 years as a government civilian supporting the Navy from the Pentagon. And I'm a very active out here in veteran stuff in the VFW, but at the same time, what I'm doing right now is calling you at just as a veteran. The... Um, a couple of years, about two years ago, the uh, PACT Act was passed, yes. and it was a uh, a great piece of legislation. But it also opened the door to some pretty bad actors. Okay. So what I'm asking for is the opportunity to ask people to contact their congressmen and senators and urge them to pass the Guard VA Benefits Act, which would reinstate penalties for unaccredited firms and and organizations who are preying on veterans through aggressive and misleading advertising. Okay. All right. Well, Randy, I'm going to, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's off topic. I'm going to put you on hold. We'll get the information from you. I do appreciate it though. I do. It's a little off topic. Can't just kind of go, you know, but I want to know more. All right. Just uh, tell Brian, my producer that uh, I would, I would like to know more. All right. There you go. Oh, uh, you know what we haven't done? We haven't done this story about this uh, Florida mom, cause it, it, and we'll just call it. I don't have an official theme song or anything. It is the, uh, it's come to this uh, update is what we're going to call it. The, it's come to this. So a Florida mom was banned from dropping her kids off at their school due to their only fans and on her car. Her children have been expelled. Michelle Klein, I'm not going to tell you her username because I want you to hear the rest of the story. And not go to your computer and go clickety, 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 click. Because that's, you know, what you do. Some of you. I know I would. Anyway, <clears throat> so Michelle Klein has been openly advertising her, her X-rated business on her car using a decal. You know, moms used to just help you sell your Girl Scout cookies. 
But parents at her child's school in Tavares, Florida, revolted. Uh, Klein, whose explicit alias known as Bleepity Bleep, I'm not going to tell you, don't even ask me to because you'll be Googling it. I'm not going to do that has been forced to drop her kids across the street at Liberty Christian Preparatory School due to backlash. Here is the uh, story uh, as, uh, as it's come to this. This is what I am looking at when I pull up behind one of these vehicles. Facebook messages, complaints, and TikToks. You ban a vehicle. Taking the front row pew at a private Christian school. Not just a tiny, tiny little... Imagine the, the, the woman sitting there next to her husband behind that van, and the husband gets out the camera, and she goes, well, yeah, you take a picture of that license plate, I want to report it. And the husband goes, I wasn't taking a picture of the plate. Emblem on the back of a car. It is taking up the entire windshield, back windshield mm. of two vehicles. Lexi Thomas is a parent at Liberty Christian who wants this ad... And by the way, that's not her stage name, Lexi Thomas, although it sounds like it. ...on another parent's car to stay off campus. That other parent is Michelle Klein, and what she has is an OnlyFans. Well, it's definitely linked to, you know, explicit content, adult content for sure. Klein, This is her, by the way. ...goes by Piper OnlyFans is her business and way of life. My husband and I have this, you know, little wild, you know, behind closed doors lifestyle that we've now decided to share. But not all parents... That, that's, her, that's her reasoning, is that my husband and I have this behind-the-doors lifestyle that we want to share. She, she shouldn't have children. I'm going to tell you. She shouldn't have kids. If this is her judgment as to what is right and what is wrong, and that she would expose this... Because it's potentially, that's going to come back to her children. That's going to impact her children when they get old enough, when they get into middle school. And everybody's talking about, your mom's a porn star. I mean, what, what the hell happened? What the hell happened? Who does this? Who has children and takes their children to their Christian school and advertise their homemade porn site on the day? It's an insult to your kids. It's a humiliation for your children. My God. Want what Klein is sharing, shared at school with some moms complaining to Klein and the school telling her not to use the main entrance and instead drop her kids off. Oh, she doesn't mind taking it to the rear. Across the street. I mean the back door of the school. I was forced to have to, um, you know, take it off or not come on campus. But parents at this private school say there's a simple solution if Klein wants to use the main drop-off. Mm -hmm. Why not take the decal off? And that would seem like an easy thing to say, for sure. But for me, you know, it's, it supports my family. This provides a, a very comfortable way of life for us. And it's legal. You know, I pay taxes just like everyone else. But I'm not breaking the law. I just offended people. That's a distraction to my children. I don't know. It's, it's a... Uh, this is what happens with the death of shame. Uh, with the death of shame, then, then you move the bar. You move the bar. If you, you know, you told that story, like I told you, if you said it said 10 years ago you said this, you would have said, my God in heaven, that woman would have her children taken away from her. And, and now, and I'm not a prude. Oh, dear God, I am not a prude. Never been a prude, trust me. And I'm not, I'm not like a, a, an exhibitionist. You know, but uh, and I, I like I like jokes. I like occasionally when I'm with with uh, friends to be a little body at times, uh, suggestive at times because it's kind of funny. You know, I mean, when I talk about Fanny Willis, you know, <laughs> you know, it is just I mean, honestly, what the hell? What the hell? Oh, this is kind of interesting. So uh, people in Chicago are very uh, angry at uh, Brandon Johnson because Brandon Johnson is actually worse than Lori Lightfoot, the previous mayor. 
and uh, and of course he has uh, uh, ushered in this uh, this immigrant uh, migrant crisis into the Windy City, spending a lot of money right now. Chicago, more than thirty four thousand asylum seekers bust in by Texas Governor uh, Greg Abbott. It spent one hundred fifty six million on the crisis, has fourteen thousand migrants in twenty eight shelters, and is fighting uh, with the state of Illinois about where to build more. Or you can just shut the damned border down. But you see, mayors like Brandon Johnson and uh, Eric Adams in New York, they don't care about how badly their citizens are suffering. All they care about is the goal, get as many people flooded here and here as, as quickly as possible, get them registered to vote, get them to vote, and then after the election say there's no problem with the elections whatsoever and you can't say anything about it. There is no election interference. There is no election fraud. And you can't talk about it. You think that ain't the reason? Uh, I don't know what you're smoking. But that's what's going on. 100%. And all they want is more money to inconvenience their own citizens. To the tune that in New York City, you get to stay. Yesterday, they interviewed a guy from Venezuela. Where, by the way, they have Venezuelan street gangs on mopeds in New York. Yeah, it's just like, uh, you know, uh, the, the barrios in Brazil. And, and, in, and in Baltimore, they got kids who, who would squeegee windshields. And, and when they didn't get their, you know, the, the motorist said no when one of them got shot. And it's just like the, the kids who sell chiclets in Mexico right across the border. Yeah, this is America. This is America now. Yeah. And Brandon Johnson's cool with it. So uh, Brandon Johnson is, is fine. Just give us some more money. But right now, he's polling at 21%. The people of Chicago are sick of his crap. Southside activist T.O. Hardiman. The reality is, if you look at Chicago now, you have high unemployment rates among African-American youth in particular. You have a lack of mental health services in Chicago. You have thousands of homeless people in Chicago already that were never, ever focused on like they're focusing on the migrants. And their kids are failing out of school and their kids are dying on the streets at a, at a national average. 13 hot times the national average. Black-on-black violence. Murders. And all they care about is those votes. Because people of color, the Democrat Party has already broken up with you. You just didn't know it yet. You didn't get a text. You didn't have a meeting where, you know, like the, the, the Democrat Party says, we need to talk. None of that. They just dumped you. They did. And, and you know how Brandon Johnson is making up for it? He's, he's, uh, he's feeding um, all, all of these illegals better than you'll ever be fed. All right. If you're poor, better than you'll ever be fed. But the thing is, he's sending the money to, ready for this, minority-owned businesses. So even his decision to take care of the illegals and feed them better is racist. The $17 million investment uh, for these 18 black and brown small businesses is really the... Um, it really captures what I call the soul of Chicago. It's who we are. Yeah. Last May, the city of Chicago called on the food depository to help feed new arrivals. There you go. So just basically taking the money, and now he's steering it towards uh, just a handful of black and brown-owned businesses. <laughs> and that's going to do it, I guess, right? That's going to that's gonna do it. No, it's not going to help. It is not going to help. Let's take a break and come back. we got one more break. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Volbeat, yeah! That's the name of the band, Volbeat. V-O-L-B-E-A-T. I like them. They're my go-to at the gym. Ban 
There you go. So, um, uh, oh, 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 this, I just got this uh, little, uh, little email from Newsmax. That's where I work. Uh, January to January, 2023 to 2024. You want to know what uh, cable news uh, uh, ratings, how much they went up, us versus Fox News? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Fox News is down 8% from last year. Newsmax up 68%. (laughs) Wow, 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 wow. Newsmax up 68%. And uh, I I attribute all of it to uh, me talking about them, of course. Duh, that's fairly exact. (laughs) Or or maybe you distrust them. Maybe you distrust them. Maybe you distrust people like uh, Rob Finnerty. Maybe you distrust people like Greg Kelly and Rob Schmidt. And Greta von Susteren. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I think that's what it is. You should become a Newsmax Plus member, by the way. You, you should. Because um, it's worth it. Uh, a lot of uh, independent publishers have to go the way of the, uh, of the subscription because the left is always after us. You know, there's a reason why General Motors doesn't advertise on Fox. There's, an, there's a reason why Coca-Cola doesn't advertise on Newsmax. It's because they are afraid to. Because there's so many people on the left who will jump down their throats and try to destroy them for supporting people who just happen to be conservative. That's the way. I call it conservative apartheid. It's been happening a very, very long time. Before I wrap things up, Jim Gossett just put this together about uh, Mitch McConnell. I won't give up. Mitch won't give up. I'll never step down. He'll never step down. Mitch McConnell, he ain't leaving. Mitch ain't leaving. I plan to stay around. He's gonna stay around. out. I caved in, yeah, thanks to me. The border doesn't have security, but I'll never give up, never give up. Working with Chuck, my pal, my friend, we're tight. I won't show up. He won't show up. My party won't defend. His party won't defend. Cause I'm a backstabber. He's a backstabber. And a rhino in the end. And a rhino in the end. To everyone it's clear to see. Mitch doesn't represent the GOP. But I'll never give up. Never Never give give up. up. Helping out Joe. Not me. Not I. No way. There you go. That is brand new from, uh, from Jim Gossett about uh, Mitch McConnell, who decided after, and, and you can listen to the podcast today, I think you'll enjoy the first uh, hour of the show talking about the, uh, the Senate Democrats um, and Republicans screwing over the American people. Uh, they tried to pass what they called a border security bill last week, and it really was just a giant slush fund. Uh, for overseas interests, and uh, none of it was going to secure the border. It was just actually going to take $20 billion to expedite illegals coming across the border. And uh, it's making a mess and rubbing your face in it. And and they didn't get away with it because you pitched a fit, you raised hell, and you said, this cannot pass. And so what did Mitch do? Instead of honoring your wishes, he just got rid of the uh, anything to do with the border and just made it the slush fund. And And they aren't passing a border bill. That's the number one concern of Americans is the bloody border. And I'm going to tell you, we are not asking. We're telling you, seal the damned border. That's it. No time for debate. No time for any, any corner of, as stringers associated with it, any, any legislation associated. Close the dang border. Let's take a break and come back, my friends. This is The Rob Carson Show. 
All right, guys, have a glorious day. Make sure to uh, download the podcast of this great show today. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen and subscribe. And please share with others because it's growing by leaps and bounds. In the meantime, God bless you. God bless America. God bless Israel. We are going to win. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then.